615 presents Off the Record with Tom Lamore and Cami Fox. Off the Record 615. Off the Record. Yes, guys, welcome back to 615's Off the Record podcast. I'm Tom Lamore, aka Tom Delips, joined as usual by my co host, Cami Fox. Hello, people, and welcome to the Off the Record podcast. Today's guest is called James Chamondele. He plays an integral part in 615. He's been part of the team for quite a while now. So please listen and let's get to it. Well, first of all, explain why you're called Chum. Chum. Yeah. Because well, I'm a pal, aren't I? I'm a good mate. <laughs> <laughs> and you put, a, you put a Russian twist on it with Chumsky. I don't know where that came from. I don't know why I call you Chumsky. I, I like it. But why was it, where did Chum come from? I don't, I don't. My, my surname's Chum Onderley. Yeah. So, uh, like the, I don't even know what it is. It's like Anglo-Saxon. But the English way to say it or to pronounce it is Chumley. Chumley. Chum Onderley is how you, you spell it. Yeah. And then Chumley is how you pronounce it. And then obviously... Chum, because I'm just like a mate, aren't I? I love it. James Chumley. Right, so it's not pronounced Charmondley. No, it's pronounced Chumley. Right. When, when I was at school and stuff, and they'd say, what's your name? I'd say James Chumley. They'd write down C-H-U-M-L-E-Y, because that's obviously how it sounds. But some people know it. Some people, like, when I went to uni, they called me James Chumley. When it says Charmondley, it's weird. Uh, I have that difficulty with my surname. Yeah. Oh, you spell yours out all the time. Yeah, so I, I've I've changed. I just call it Lamore now because loads of people call me that for some reason, whereas they didn't used to. It used to be Lorma. And then, obviously, if you say it how it's spelled, it's Lormore, which is L-O-R-M-O-R. But I've been called all sorts. I was um, uh, playing football at Sunday League when the goals used to go into the paper, right, into the local, like, Chorley Guardian or something in the back. And every week I'd have a different name. Llama, I've had. You'd always have OG, always have OG next to it, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Old, <laughs> original gangster. <laughs> Chum, for um, those of you that don't know, uh, is... 615's graphic designer. Uh, well, I'm going to let him get into a bit more about himself in a minute. Anyone that's new to the show, the next section, we're going to find out a little bit more about our guest. Uh, anyone that's obviously been listening regularly will know where we're going from here. So let's get cracking. Chum, tell everybody who you are, what company you represent. I am creative manager at 615 and 615 Creative, a new department within 615. This aspect of the business is mostly to offer people creative content for social media, uh, including like video animation, um, videography, photography, all forms of creative creative content, basically. Which is funny, really, because I haven't got any real qualification to do it. <laughs> it's, just some, it's just something that I think if you're a creative person, you've got it or you haven't got it. You've got the ability or you haven't got the ability to see what works. Mm what doesn't yeah. work and obviously when, you, when you're doing it for a long amount of time you pick up the tricks and the skills and the techniques and the theories behind why things work anyway just from experience um, yeah. I think that's, that's a really important part of creativity is just being allowed to learn new tricks and develop yourself um, actually on the job Brilliant I'm just going to note down 
no qualifications. You know, I've got a degree in PE. <laughs> I, should be, I should be a tool right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, you've given everyone there a little bit of an outline as you roll within 6.15. So, within the uh, Off The Record podcast, we've had different guests, some colleagues like yourself, some friends, some uh, associates and people that uh, spend a lot of time working with us as a business. So I feel uh, right at this, this moment in time, you know, I think we could, uh, I'm going to let you have a little plug of 615 Creative and let people know a little bit more about that arm of the business. Uh, originally, you obviously came into the to the company to handle the the graphic design element of it in terms of like flyers, event posts and, and things like that. And I th- your role has expanded and developed quite considerably since then. So can you tell us a little bit more about what you do within the business and how you sort of look to market and promote the business? So um, like I said, originally I, w- I was brought on to, um, to just take job requests basically um, from the creative guys within 615, like yourself and Dax especially, and working alongside Cami with the social media management. Um, but over time, as my skills have developed, I've, I've started to, I don't know, be able to do more things to help the business mm. be shown and marketed in different platforms also. Basically, from, from being just here to take um, requests off people, it's, it's turned yeah. into like um, a looking forward role, like how can we develop these requests and make them more advanced and, you know, try and reach out to people in different ways through different forms of media. So from videos to photos to live videos to um, like interaction posts, polls and stuff like that. And it's, it's basically just trying to interact with the people that you're actually trying to target and finding out what they really want to see more than anything. So innovation. Yeah, innovation. Just like, yeah, in being innovative. And yeah, being allowed to develop these skills while I'm at work, just, it's, been, it's been brilliant. I don't know really many other positions and other companies that would give you that sort of opportunity. Yeah, brilliant. What do you think the challenges of the industry are? In terms of creative or just general, but just both from your perspective, I think I, I know it's 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 very it's good for us to get an insight from different people in the different roles as to where they find challenges come within the industry. So, you know, definitely from your point of view, I would see challenges of social media being quite a big one in terms yeah. of reach and things like that. Just tell us a little bit more, really, from your eyes what you see as the challenges within the industry that we're working in now as a business? Yeah, I think one of the main things is, like you say, is finding the people that are genuinely interested in what you're doing compared to other companies that are trying to mimic what you're doing. Yeah. But they're paying for likes and stuff, so it makes them look like they're being more successful and that they're more successful, especially with social media. It's, it's such, you can get such a trap in a hole with social media and get tied mm. up in it and think that you're underperforming because you're not getting the likes or the reach when really the service that you're offering yeah. is head and shoulders above other people's. Yeah. And I, I think it's difficult sometimes to reflect 
the success of a business through likes. Normally, at the end of this section, we do we do brush upon uh, mental health uh, within the industry and you know, in general, really. Mm. And I think, like you've mentioned there, with the social side of it, that particular challenge of being able to gain traction via a social media channel, whether that be Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is, I think there's an unnecessary pressure put on a lot of people to get, like you said, get likes. And I think that's a massive, massive influencer into mental health issues in this day and age. Yeah, it's it's huge. Yeah, it's got to be yeah the biggest contributor for me or one. Yeah, comparing Uh, yourself, it's a killer. Yeah, you know, and I think yeah, you're quite right in what you say that that's a daily challenge for any business doing what we're doing because yeah, absolutely, you need to be out there. But I think you also need to be looking at new ideas. You need to be looking at what's keeping it fresh. And one of the sayings that I've always said that I love is first never follows. And if we can all try and go by that within society, which I think we do, that naturally will set us apart from other, let's say, competitors. And I don't like to think of anyone as a competitor, really, as a business. I like to think that we're individual and that we're coming up with fresh ideas constantly. And you're behind that as well. Yeah, well, we're demonstrating that, aren't we, with the different branches that we've we've got and that are developing every single week. <laughs> yeah. Happens that's being developed or thought about or being worked on. Like we're never, yeah. never stop. We're never stagnant. Tell everybody a little bit about 615 Creative because that in itself is going to be a challenge to actually have us recognised for having a separate sector of the business that people can come to without getting a DJ sax and percussionist, which is obviously the main uh, focus of what we do. Maybe uh, tell everybody a little bit more about 615 Creative. It's your, it's going to be your baby, isn't it? You're going to be driving it. We're currently actually working on a, um, a few big projects with some some big companies. You know, we've, we've done a few video videos for... Um, some car companies, yeah. not name any in particular. And then basically, my, my aim is to do stuff that people haven't seen before. Yeah. Try to make content that people haven't seen before and deliver it in a way that's unique for that brand. Yeah, so you're looking at new ideas and how to potentially map out how somebody should be marketing a product or a service. Yeah, effectively, yeah. 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 And, supplying, and supplying them with content that is appropriate for their brand quite relative actually uh, now to the obviously what we're going through what we've been through in terms of the pandemic uh where do you see the industry going i feel this is a great question actually for this time because if i'd have asked you this two months ago i don't think you would have been able to give as much of an answer as you will be able to now obviously live streaming right now seems to be the key way to attract to the audience it's content that they can process quickly and yeah. understand and just it's entertainment and it? it's not selling it's at the fingertips is, you know yeah. Yeah. you can sit at home and watch your favourite DJs and live artists I know where uh, Zoom calls conferencing apps have been used for many years but 100% not as much as they're being used now that's one example of where I see the industry changing is going to be the way that we carry out meetings and conversations online surely for your position that you're in at the moment 
that's going to affect the amount of business that will be driven through a creative agency because that's what 615 is. It's not just about making up pieces of artwork, making videos. It's, it's about the overall creative hub. So some so clients would be able to go to, to you at 615 Creative to discuss ways in which they can adapt to fit around maybe the current climate and things like that. What, what, what do you think? Do you agree with that? Or? Uh, I do to a certain extent, but I think now that there's loads of content going out because obviously everyone's stuck at home. So everyone's trying to create their own content. So I think that what sets us apart is the fact that you're going to have professionals behind it that are accessible, 615 particularly, are making the most right now of, of me and 615 Creative because we can put out content that other people can't do because they're stuck at home. Yeah. You know, so people can do stuff at home, send it to, send it to me at 615 or someone that works at 615. 615 Creative, and you're going to get a high-end, good-looking piece of content. Regardless of what, you, you know, the current situation and, 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 and things, you've been put under, rec- more recently than probably ever before, quite a lot of pressure. And you've mm. been very, very busy, you know, behind the scenes, producing bits and editing and all the rest of it. How do you deal with those sorts of stressful times, those busy times? How, how, how do you find dealing with that? Walk. <laughs> walk. VD. <laughs> now, uh, you, just, you just got to try and knuckle down and just don't multitask. Just get things done one at a time. Multitasking, I've found, is the, is the worst thing. And I used to be terrible for it. I'd, I'd be halfway through a job. A new one would come in and I'd start that one because I just wanted to try and get stuck into as many things as possible. Mm. But since I've, I've stopped multitasking and just cracking on, with getting things ticked off, I find that that's a much more efficient way to work. Especially at home, it's difficult at home because, you know, living with your partner, you just want to spend time with them. Like when you see them and they're mm. working at home as well, I just want to go and sit with them and then she'll come in and be like, do you want a cup of tea? And I'm like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But, um, I think that's something that's quite hard. I could never work at home full time. I don't know how people do it. about the environment as well, isn't it? I mean, mm. working in office space, you've obviously got a lot of influential people around there. You've got just a good energy. Uh, and if you want to isolate and be in your own zone, you can always just, which I see you do all the time is you put your headphones on and just knuckle down. It just puts everyone away. But if, you know, to get ideas there and then on the spot, you've got, got everyone's input in the office. Yeah, that might be why I like walking because I've got to go and walk every like, you know, two hours or something just to get out. I think that helps mm. the creative just to oh, yeah. clear your head a little bit, maybe. If you are stressed or worried about something, get on the phone to someone and yeah. talk to them about it. Don't bottle it up, because that doesn't make anything That's got to be one of the best. Yeah. It's a great piece of advice, something that yeah. I... As soon as you talk to someone, it's like you're sharing your problem to get advice. Mm. And you never know, it might be something really simple that you're bottling up inside your head, mm. thinking, I can't do this, I can't do this. And as soon as you ask someone, they'll go, why don't you do this? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, of course. Yeah. It's obvious. Yeah, buy, buy some headphones as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get, some, get some tunes on. Yeah. <laughs> get 15 podcasts on, plug, plug, plug. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tom Delips one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chum, so we're going to take it back. I actually remember this uh, scenario, but obviously I don't really know your connections to it that well because... I didn't know, really know you before 6.15, but how did you end up working and collaborating? 
Um, is this when you didn't like me, Cammy? Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> oh yeah, you're all right, are you? Good lad. Yeah, so it was Will. They got they introduced me. I think it was Will. It might have been Ash. It was Will or Ash because I was doing some work for him when I was at uni. Mm. As I said before, uh, studying studying PE at uni as a student, I was like skin. So uh, I became self-employed doing graphic design. Mm. I just used to do like de- I used to DJ a little bit um, and do like event posters because when I was at college. Me and my mate used to throw like under eighteen parties in this bar, this dodgy bar in Blackpool Promenade. What name? What yeah. name? The uh, name of it? Because anyway, but um, yeah, so I used to do like promo for that, and uh, Will used to see it and obviously liked it, so asked me to do a logo for him. So I did a logo for him, and then I think Six Fifteen approached me through Will, asking if I could do a few bits because they were struggling for event posters and I was I was buzzing to be approached to do it yeah so um, what do you think of 615 and the people behind it it's mint love it it's ace it's, it's, it's a great it's a great place to work sounds like I'm, we're trying to get someone on board don't it? it's a brilliant place to work great bosses <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah it's not it's not it has been a bit pitchy a bit of a bit of a pitchy salesy chat it's not it's only gone down that way naturally and it isn't intentionally meant to be that way it's just when you when you're speaking to colleagues and people involved with the brand a lot like you included and and cameo everybody is so fully immersed i always find within within it and i've always wanted it to be a family like i've always wanted 615 to be a family not just you know a workplace um, and that's why I, I, you know, I try and get everybody feeling comfortable and, and on board. Because if if you love the brand, that comes across as, as it is doing now. We're speaking about it because it, that and that's what other people want to want to know and want to see. Yeah, I think the main thing about it is that it's exciting. Like the, the stuff that we're doing is exciting all the time. Mm. Like I never would have thought this time four years ago or whenever it was that I started doing my teaching degree that I'd be doing this right now in a company that is doing the sort of things that I love like music love it photography love it all things creative love it Yeah, I, w- I went down the route of teaching because that's like I thought it was like a realistic passion you know what I mean like a realistic thing to do that you enjoy yeah. I never thought I'd actually do something that was a hobby and that I, I enjoyed doing any funny stories whilst working at 615 I actually don't know off the top of my head a funny, like one stand-out funny story other than Richie falling over in London. Well, that was recently. That... <laughs> <laughs> you say funny. Was it I can't believe no, none of us no. actually caught that on camera. We had like three or four people filming the whole event. I can't believe you didn't catch that on camera. You are Mr. Camera. <laughs> I know. I literally turned off, off him and then it happened. I, I couldn't believe it. For everybody that obviously is thinking what on earth he's prattling on about, Richie Sax, well, Richie Sax, Richie Smith, one of our sax players, was playing in uh, the London wedding show down at Olympia and mid-set jumped off the stage and twisted his knee and, um, yeah, decked it with his sax in his mouth, rolling around. He was playing, though. Playing, yeah, I know. <laughs> Eyes wide open, like... Uh, <laughs> fully, com- fully committed, lying down, playing, 
with like a dislocated knee. <laughs> I don't know how he did that. No, it's just mental. Yeah, it's not. Fun. And he got up so quick as well. Yeah, and he was in hospital after. I think wasn't he? Yeah, he Poor lad. sent me a picture of his knee and it was huge. Yeah, balloon. Yeah. Oh, Cammy and his mushrooms. Oh, no. Mushroom no. game. <laughs> odd, odd. What, what a strange fella. <laughs> <laughs> Cammy's got a genuine fear of mushrooms. So if anyone listening wants to send him a mushroom. Please don't. <laughs> I just can't stand him. Jeez. Right then. Last round, quick fire round. For anyone new listening, just going to fire a few random quick questions over to Chum to answer as quickly as he can. Anyone that obviously knows knows where this is going by now. Okay, here we go. So, lunch or dinner? Which what, one? What you call it? No, no. What, what, what you prefer. <laughs> oh, don't stop. Don't stop. Oh, yeah, actually, no, yeah. Stop question. that. We are, we're doing that one now. We're doing that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, we do lunch... <laughs> Lunch or dinner? Dinner or tea? Lunch and dinner. Thank you. Oh. Uh, no, lunch and lunch, dinner and oh. tea. <laughs> what? You can't use special. <laughs> can't go back. Breakfast, breakfast, lunch, breakfast, lunch, and breakfast, lunch and tea. See, at school it was dinner time. Yeah, dinner time at lunch time. Yeah, I see. We got ours, at our school. It was dinner time. At the in the middle of the day. Yeah, uh, we called it lunch time in mine. No, yeah, see, ours was dinner time. Well, I know this conversation. Well, the dinner ladies aren't, they're not lunch ladies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that, might, that might just have put everybody's nose out of place that's, there because wow. that's not comebackable. It's dinner not. Dot. It's dinner. No, so it is breakfast, dinner, and tea. Oh, lunch no, 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 can't we? You've just answered your own question. I think, anyway, I think... we're getting caught up in this. this is quick fire <laughs> round. This has got out of hand already. Back to the questions. Who is your celebrity doppelganger? Absolutely no idea. You've never when been I told was... you look like somebody? Well, when I was younger, I used to have blonde hair and people used to say like Joe Hart. I could see that though still. Uh, Favourite track of all time? Cure on the Cause. Oh, really? Yeah. That's different. No hesitation there either. Banger. What's your favourite meal of all time? <laughs> oh, that is a tough one, that. Right, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. I'm going to reword it then. If it, if you were told you had one last meal to eat Ooh. ever, what would it be? Christmas dinner. <laughs> loads, loads of kids in blankets. <laughs> No. Loads, loads of, yes. Loads of pigs in blanket, loads of gravy. Oh, oh mate, no, but it's the reason why you have Christmas dinner once a year. Remember that? No, <laughs> no, it's quite similar to a roast, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, roast hotly, pigs in blanket. Yeah, good answer. The last one for me is: Is the Earth round or flat? Round. Good lord. Okay, we've cleared that up. So, thank you, um, Mr. Chumley. That's it. <laughs> So I've always, this is the problem when I've called you James Charmondley for so long well I just call you Chum but yeah that's an issue We're, I'll have to address that apologies so thank you very much for joining us on the podcast I hope you've enjoyed yourself pleasure yes thank you for having me Good. that's it from us thank you so much for joining us on 615's Off The Record podcast please continue to download share give us a review sell, sell us share it to your friends Sell it to your friends if you want. Uh, and until next time, see ya! 6.15 off the record.